The Eason Book Club on The Pat Kenny Show. Sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month. Well, for this month's Eason Book Club, we chose The Doctor's Wife is Dead by Andrew Tierney. So what did our panel think of the book? Mm-hmm. Brian Kennedy, Mary O'Rourke and Catherine Lynch are, are with me. Good Guys, morning. good morning. Good morning, so, all. So do we have a verdict, a unanimous verdict from our jury? I wonder, do we? Certainly for me, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out, oh, for me, oh God, it was, um, it's not the type of book I would read normally. I did really enjoy it. It drove me mad with all the things I had to remember. So it wasn't an easy read. <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, 10 out yeah. of 10. 10. Yeah. yeah. So Brilliant somewhat book. less than 10 out of 10. Somewhat less than Catherine. 10, I suppose. Not yeah. more than uh, for, nine. We're, yeah. It's for a book club, so yeah. yeah. But it's a wonderful book. It's a terrific, if you want to know anything about mid-19th century Ireland, yeah. we'll read this book. Now, Andrew Tierney, himself I believe he's uh, an archaeologist and yeah. there is the archaeologist attention to detail yes oh, there is, it's, yeah. it's forensically it's quite an excavation yeah. of personality yeah. isn't it I yeah. know exactly what you mean I mean th- even from the get go the doctor's wife is dead you yeah. know it's like already w- opening scene women are outside the house they're breaking the windows they're then taking this kind of weird pauper's coffin out of this quite well to do family home and already you're thinking what on earth is going on in that house and so already and I was in yeah. the coffin yeah. is cheaply made. Yeah. Uh, she we wasn't learned clothed in linen. That's there was right. no shroud. Yeah, no she was just in a, an ordinary was, undergarment, yeah. a chemise That's of right, some chemise, kind. Yeah. And there she was. And But she, so, he was such a horror of a man. Oh. She's Charles middle class, Landon. so she deserved such. all those uh, burial rituals which she didn't get. So that's what made everyone suspicious yes. of why. But, but the town the, the, obviously yeah. gathered outside the house is yeah. angry yeah. about something. Yes. They're angry because it was a domestic violence situation. A miscarriage of justice. And I love that it was set in Nina. I know Nina. I used yeah. to live in Killaloo for years. So I was, uh, you know, visiting that time land again in this book. But I just think it was really brilliantly written as well. I loved his command of language. The story was good. I, I think it'll be an amazing movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. Definitely. To make this and if you look up any of the. He is a fabulous glossary at the back. Yes. And from time to time, I would look that up. Yes. Just for the interest of it. It was so intense on, and so detailed in its glossary. I think there's about 30 pages of it. Well, yeah. What's interesting about this is that in, in assembling the records, he bemoans the fact uh, in some of the notes that the forecourts was burnt down was burnt and the records aren't there. It, yes. So he has to go to local newspaper yeah. accounts yeah. and yes. assemble what happened because there was a coroner's court. And yes, that's really the heart right. of all oh, of it this. I just court. think it was, you know, the, the guy, you know, Dr. Langley, he was so, he thought it all through. And I loved how he kind of nearly lived his life through whatever local novel had come out at the time. He decided he would take upon that, you know, that, that, that whole thing that was going on in whatever novel he was obsessed with at the time. But he thought it all through. I mean, he knew that from the get-go, if he insisted upon a coroner's report, then it made him look less guilty and all of this kind of stuff. He was so clever. He was doing things like uh, making sure that when he went to bed and she was sleeping, in the garret upstairs because he had had accused her of infidelities and all sorts of bad things. We never got to that. It never actually got to that. He was getting the the servant to lock him in his room That's right. at night lest should she do harm to herself by throwing herself out the window of the garret that he could be blamed. But with one key he got himself locked in so if she did herself harm couldn't have been me Gov I mean the thing is it was all about him this story his whole life was all about him Mm. he didn't care anything about her that's why it was so extraordinary
Um, the, 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 the character himself, now, he's a doctor. Um, he marries a woman who's considerably older than him. Yes. 15 yes. years yeah. older. Yeah. Mm. And we don't quite get to his motivation in that regard. Well, we kind well, of money. do. We sort of do yeah. because he, he wanted to open, obviously, a huge, big pharmaceutical in those days. And he needed the permission locally. And it was actually her brother. Who, who furnished him with that kind of permission. That's, and, and she provided the money. Yeah. She came yeah, she with the dowry, a, a dowry and he had that. But she, I mean... But he, it was a time when a woman was a possession so it yeah, didn't yeah, really yeah. matter about no. love. I mean, love was another area. Were they to separate and he had to look after her? Yeah. Um, the money that she provided, which sounds small, but in those days yeah, would have been, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, 500 yeah. pounds, yeah. Yeah. that she would be given by him the interest which was like mm. 27 pounds he was so yeah. mean he was like I'll just barely give yeah. you the interest that's what yeah. she would have to live on yeah. that's right yeah, the so interest of money that was hers by right that's right absolutely like we were saying uh, before we went on air she, she would have been better off if she was a pauper she would have been able to go out and, and beg, beg. You know? and then she was I mean he was well able for passion the letters he would write to yeah. Anna to yes. Anna the pouring out his love and passion oh I mean he was a horrible man but what, what it tells us about the, the life of women is, is very interesting Interesting, yeah. and that, that notion that uh, a poorer woman without the station in life would have been more free Absolutely. than a woman who was the bird in the gilded cage. Yes, right? and she could go out and she could beg if she wanted to, and she. But her his wife couldn't do any of those things. Absolutely Keep up the not. facade. Well, she literally ended up her, her life in a garret. This is against the background of widespread cholera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, throughout the, the land, the famine mm. and all of that, the, the workhouse, the poorhouse, yeah. doctors being nervous of even going in to minister to people for fear of catching cholera themselves. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an extraordinary. It's a huge history lesson. If you it wanted is. to find out about mid nineteenth century Ireland, yeah. here you are: society, it, people. Did it make you did. angry? It really made me oh, angry yeah, that oh, he yeah. got yeah. away she with it, and, and it made and me we, look at statistics now because that's and what. And the, we don't want to give away any of the yeah. twists and turns. No. We, we know that the townsfolk were suspicious <laughs> yeah. of Doctor Langley mm. that he may, in some way, have done yeah. away with his wife, yeah. and that's very early on in the book. So we're not yeah, giving yeah, that away. But if there are heroes, it really is the people in the coroner's court who refused to kind of toe the line That's yeah well, right. they're probably the first wave of feminism as well where they were like you know not going to put up with any more domestic mm. abuse towards women and like it's just well, the jury were changed, amazing, weren't really. they? they they pushed it along the whole time the jury just weren't accepting yeah. that all, this closed order of doctors had just not known that she had cholera yeah, that's the yeah, end of that yeah. Yeah. you know but what's great about it is that it reveals that l- people don't change yeah. there were affairs um, mm. There was a, yeah. a bishop and uh, a homosexual uh, scandal. Right. Right. There was lots of things that you'd think, well, you know, they weren't so straight-laced and prudish well, as we right. might have imagined. Yeah, right. No, they weren't, and it hasn't changed. I looked up some statistics, and the number of American troops killed in Afghanistan and Iraq between 2001 and 2012 was 6,500, 6, and the number of women murdered by their partners or their ex-partners was 11,766, so oh, twice as many killed. Yeah. Uh, Killings yeah. in domestic abuse, and there wasn't the war for those for those. Uh, and you know the food that you salt bread, uh, cold oh yeah. tea, the salted beef, the brown bread, all the stuff you couldn't bread, ingest. And they called it salt bread, brown bread, and tea, and that would make it worse. Her yeah, of course, yeah, yeah exactly. Bowel, she, instead of giving her white bread, which would be purchased from the baker, they yeah. gave her homemade brown bread. Right, and yeah. someone right. with a bowel disorder, yeah. it would exacerbate that yeah. and yeah. hasten her demise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really it was felt the cruelest. Cruelest. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was emaciated. Um, oh yes, she her was. rectum hanging out. Oh, oh. I mean, and her spirit.
spirit gone completely. Her spirit gone, yeah. Yes, because um, we never heard her talk. No. No, or say anything. Because right. we join her yeah, as yeah, she's been do. carried yes, out that's in her right. coffin. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Now, we have our book club caller on the line, if you'd like to put on your headphones. Uh, Evan Walsh. Hello, Evan. Hi there, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, tell us about your book club. Yeah, our book club is called Baking Books and Beer. And it actually started uh, not as a book club, but as a baking club mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Um, so we used to meet once a month in somebody's house and we, instead of reading a book, we'd um, share recipes and um, bake for each other. But uh, we realised after the first sort of round of it that we were um, spending all our time talking about books that we loved. So we added a book to it. And then we realised after the next round that we really like beer. So we end up going to the pub <laughs> afterwards. Well. So baking books and beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you are all uh, Cleaner. Uh, Barade, Amanda Webb, Neve O'Reardon, Fiona O'Reardon, Anne Wolfson Barnes, Aoife Barade, uh, Kate Gillen, and yourself. That's right, yeah. That's the, the only man. I am indeed, Good yeah. Man. <laughs> now, uh, talk to us uh, about this book and what you thought. Um, well, uh, I think I, I was the, the only one who, who really um, enjoyed it. Um, unfortunately, the, the others uh, weren't big fans of it. Um, and I think one of the one of the problems was certainly when I when I received it first in the post, um, I just read the the back of the the book for the blurb. I hadn't heard of the book, um, so I was kind of expecting um, a work of fiction. Um, so after reading about, because there's nothing in the blurb that really gives it away as being actually um, a historical uh, work. So I, I after reading the first couple of pages, I was starting to get a bit frustrated with things like footnotes. Um, and uh, then I thought, you know, this, maybe this is actually... Yeah, but uh, you can ignore the footnotes. Yes, you, can. you don't... You can, yeah. yeah. You know, if, um, unless you're terribly academically minded and you feel you have to... It is quite addictive, though, to keep looking yeah. into it. I just ignore them. I just yeah. carried on. Yeah, I wanted I mean, the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. Um, and I think it, it is a, a, a great narrative. I, certainly, I, was, I, I wanted to find out what was happening, so it kept me reading on. But I think uh, the girls um, were not as uh, forgiving as uh, maybe I was on that one. Mm. Mm. Uh, what other books have you uh, enjoyed? Uh, well, we usually just read um, fiction, um, and we, we all have various different interests. Uh, one of the reasons we, we added the book dimension was it would get us to read lots of different things. Um, so I, I quite like um, historical works generally, um, but uh, I, I joined the club so like I could uh, read some other works. Um, so we do all sorts of different bits and pieces, um, science fiction sometimes, um, which is something I certainly don't enjoy, but it's good to read something different. Douglas um, Copeland. Douglas Copeland. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the baking? Do you bake anymore? Oh, we do, of course. Yeah, that's uh, that's the main thing. Oh, I see. So talking as you knead the dough, you yeah. talk <laughs> books. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> All right. So kind of a mixed review from uh, the the baking uh, beer. Uh, what is beer? it? Baking books baking and beer. Baking books and beer. Books and beer. Books and beer. I can understand yeah. why the women didn't like that book. I mean, I can understand it completely. Because you're cruel. very angry. What a cruel. About the it's very cruel, but also yeah. the amount of attention to detail of like mm. uh, trying to look up bits and pieces was hard and remembering all the names. Um, sure. Yeah, the, the Poles and the yeah, all those just, family names, the Buttermers and the yeah, Burns, yeah. and, and there there are two family trees at the beginning, or three yeah, family trees right, at the beginning yeah. of the book. And yeah, yeah that I might, think I should have ignored all those things yeah. and just, just ignore and, and read it the yeah. for the narrative, yes, yeah. and it does bring you on. You want to find out yeah. what what happens next and yeah. who done it. It did make it me were. angry though because a lot of things haven't changed in society, and and you know there is still so much domestic abuse going on out there. Yeah. So. It's well, slim. I think history teaches us nothing, ultimately. Yeah, nothing. Sadly. And, and um, what uh, book have you on uh, the stocks for your own book club at the moment? 
Uh, we haven't decided yet. Uh, whoever's hosting um, chooses the book, so um, we, we, we don't really know until uh, the next month. So um, we'll, we'll find out very soon. All right. Well, uh, Catherine is going to uh, do our uh, choosing in a moment. Evan, look, thank you Anna's very much. Green Gables this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evan Walsh, uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Now, I'll mention uh, the books recommended by Eason for May. Uh, Reservoir 13 by John McGregor. Midwinter in the early years of this century, a teenage girl on holiday has gone missing in the hills in the heart of England. The villagers are called to join the search, fanning out across the moors as the police set up roadblocks and a horde of news reporters descends on their usually quiet home. Meanwhile, there's work that must still be done, cows milked, fences repaired, stone cut, pints poured, beds made, sermons written, a pantomime rehearsed. Uh, next one, Skin Town by Kieran McMenamin. Oh. Vincent Patrick Duffy has already checked out. Trapped between Skin Town's narrow horizons, he chops ribs and chickens in a takeaway, dreaming of escape, joint after freshly rolled joint. A mindless act of kindness leads to the unlikeliest of business opportunities. Skin Town is Vinny's drink and drug fueled odyssey through fighting, fishing, rioting, romance, reconciliation, and acid house. Mm-hmm. The third one, uh, The Blood Miracles by Lisa McInerney. Like all 20-year-olds, Ryan Cusack is trying to get his head around who he is. This is not a good time for his boss to exploit his dual heritage by opening a new black market route from Italy to Ireland. It's certainly not a good time for his adored girlfriend to decide that he's irreparably corrupted and he really wishes he hadn't accidentally caught the eye of a truculent grandmother who fancies herself as his saviour. And finally, Horace Winter Says Goodbye by Conor Bowman. Horace Winter has led an unexceptional life. Ever since that long-ago day when the very bad thing happened, he prefers to spend his time with butterfly and moth collection instead of with other human beings, an interest passed on to him by his father. But shortly after his retirement from his job as an assistant bank manager, Horace receives some devastating news and is forced to confront the life that he's led, and as he does, he meets Amanda and Max, and Horace begins to let life in. So what happens next? So, Catherine, you can uh, think about those over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, next Monday and Tuesday, we'll announce the choice. Yeah, there's good choices there. Come on, do you can do that. Number one. I like that You like that? Yeah, I do. I like the sound of skin flint, but I can't. Skin town. Skin town. town. Sorry, skin (laughs) flint. That's Brian I'm thinking of. (laughs) Brian, breakfast is on you. Finally, for our listeners, your your verdict overall. We got two tens out of ten, and you would recommend it? Oh, Ma, I definitely recommend it. And definitely recommend it for women to to read and to just... Yeah, ponder and think. Actually, it drove me a bit mad, but that's a good thing for a book club. So read it through. Forget the footnotes and all of that. You'll manage to read it through. And then if you want to go back and yeah, I did that. I went back and looked at the footnotes. It was they were very interesting. The two Nina newspapers. Yeah, Yeah. Morris Lenehan. And anyone from Tipperary will absolutely love it. So up tip. Exactly. (laughs) And they could write a lot more in the newspapers then without fear of litigation than they they can do now. (laughs) Oscar Pistorius is probably the nearest thing to Langley, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that we know of. Brian Kennedy, Mary Rook, and Catherine Lynch, thank you very much. The Eason Book Club on the Pat Kenny Show, sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month.